Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Happy Monday on the Extraordinary Talk Show. I understand that Dr. Will Miller was talking about gratitude before I walked in here. And can we start with a moment of gratitude? You got to have something you're grateful for right now. Something. In fact, hopefully you can find a way to be grateful for everything. Because when you come to understand that every single thing is there to serve the purpose that you're here for, it makes it a lot easier to be grateful for everything, even the things that seem uncomfortable. But that's not today's topic. Today's topic is going back to intuition. I feel like I've talked about this probably been my show topic half a dozen times, but there's so much more that can always be said about intuition because there's so much more that can be said by intuition. And that one just came to me. Do you ever know somebody, and maybe it's you, who can set your inner alarm clock? You can just decide, all right, I want to wake up at 6.45 in the morning. And you don't need to check your phone. You don't need to set the alarm clock next to the bed. You just do it. And then, up, there's your eyes at 6.45 in the morning. That is an amazing skill. And what I want to point out to you is that your intuition is helping you out there. Part of what I want to say is that your intuition does more for you than you let it. Your intuition feeds your thoughts far more than you ever realize that it does. And again, guys, there's so many words for intuition. I'm going to use the word intuition for the sake of using primarily one word throughout the episode. But we can talk about anything, the whispers of your heart, the Holy Ghost, your higher self. There's so many different ways to name your intuition because there are so many ways that your intuition connects with you and speaks with you. And we're going to talk about some of those over the next 23 minutes. And I want to help you understand how to recognize it when your intuition is talking to you. That's why this episode is Intuition 101, because if you don't know it, it's harder to follow it. Once you start recognizing it, once you start getting familiar with it and seeing it when it's in your life and active and hearing the voice and knowing that's not my own thought, that's my intuition, then it gets a whole lot easier to follow. And as you do that, your life gets better. One problem that I had with listening to my intuition was I believed a rule, that's a BS rule, that somebody told me once that my intuition was there to kind of back me up. And guys, let me qualify. That person was teaching me in the way that they believed was best. Perhaps they had misinformation or perhaps I misinterpreted what they told me. But how I took it to understand it, thus what my rule was, that I pretty much had to make all my own decisions and do my own things. And then if it was the right thing, then my higher self or intuition would back that up. And I was taught some ways of checking with my higher self, such as praying, kneeling next to my bed and asking, is this the right decision? And guys, absolutely. Even as a child, I remember being in probably first or second grade the first time I knelt next to my bed and asked in my prayer, my question was to God, and I received an answer through what at the time I called the Holy Ghost, what I would term now, again, for the sake of conversation, intuition. And the way that I felt that, guys, I was probably six years old when this happened. We're talking 37, 38 years ago. 
But I clearly remember because sometimes your intuition speaks so strongly that it creates a fire within you. And it almost felt to me, even as a child, that there was something warm and glowing physically inside of me. And I didn't understand how that could be then. But I knew that that was my answer to my prayer. And I learned then that that was one way to recognize intuition. But the rules that I understood to myself about intuition truly limited me. They made me believe that there were only certain situations, like when I was kneeling next to my bed in prayer, that I might get that answer. Or if I was in deep, deep connection with God at the moment. Or or that I had to do the things first and then check back in to make sure it was okay. And I have been able, over the last few years, as I have made friends with my intuition, I've been able to let many or most of those rules go. One of those rules was that I didn't deserve to get full intuition and guidance all the time. Guys, I'm guessing that's a rule that you probably have too, and you don't have to believe me. You don't have to believe anything I say, but please listen to me when I tell you, you absolutely deserve every minute, every moment, no matter what, no matter who you are, to have access to constant intuition. In fact, you always have constant access. It's a matter of how much you let it in and how much you release your own resistance to it. But believing that you don't deserve it creates resistance to it. As long as you believe that, your access to it will be limited because you can have absolutely as much access to your higher self and your higher knowledge as you believe that you can and as much as you reach out and grab. This is something, again, I don't expect you to believe anything that I say, but many of these things I speak from experience because over the last five to seven years, I've been working harder. I've been studying how to gain closeness with God and my higher self and my intuition and how to make my own life go better. And guys, there's been some roller coasters. I've had some ups and some downs. Last week, we talked about one of those really, really big downs. But as far down as I was, then I have bounced twice as high. Things, the more I am able to release my own resistance. And when I was in that down, I had a whole lot of resistance. Once I released that resistance, I was able to come back up. And things are amazing. As you learn to listen to your higher self, one thing that happens is you gain inner peace. This, and this has to be one of the first steps of listening to your intuition because you can't hear it if you don't have inner peace. And the more you hear it, the more inner peace you get. One of the most tremendous blessings in my life is the increased inner peace from what I had one to two years ago. My inner peace is so much better. If you can gain nothing else from a relationship with your higher self or intuition, you'll gain an inner, increased inner peace from wherever you're starting now. We've talked before, and I talked last week about when I was in that low, low place, in that state of fear, where my, all of my thoughts were in fear, I did not have access to the higher thoughts. I didn't have access to my intuition. As deep as I was in fear, I was creating a tremendous amount of, of resistance to allowing that intuition in, to allowing even to the point where I was blocking up my own 
what I would have considered Della's thoughts as opposed to intuitive thoughts. Even those were blocked because here's another thing. Your intuition greases the wheels on what you already know. So you may, you might take a test at school and trust your intuition to help you remember the things that don't come to you as quickly as you would like them to. This is information you've studied, but maybe you only heard it one time in the classroom. So you can ask your intuition to help bring those up in your memory so that you could do better on the test, right? So some things are your own thoughts that your intuition helps you with, and then some things are clear intuition. And that does get really confusing when you're trying to figure out what's your own thoughts and what's intuitive thoughts when some of them even come mixed together. Here are some ways to know. One, where is your state of mind? Are you in a peaceful mind right now? Because the more peaceful your mind is, the more open it's going to be to greater intuition, greater knowledge. The more narrowed it is in fear, the less you have. So open your mind with love. Otherwise, it's going to be decreased with fear. But is your mind in a peaceful state? When, if you have a thought that comes to you and you wonder, is this intuition or is it my own thought? And guys, that's where to start. Ask that question. Is this my own thought or is this an inspired thought? Are you in a peaceful state? Because if you are in fear, that is probably your own fear-driven thought, not an intuitive thought. If you are in a peaceful state slash loving state, it's much more likely to be intuitive, whether it's mixed with your own thoughts or pure inspiration. One way is if a thought pops into your head that's not connected to anything else that you're thinking right now. For example, this is what we call an unpredicated thought. I was at work, and I've probably shared this story because I think it's a cool story. It was about 1.30 in the morning, which is not a time I usually check blood sugars. And I was sitting at the nurse's desk doing some charting, and the thought popped in my head, you better go check her blood sugar. And I thought, it's 1.30 in the morning. I don't usually check her blood sugar right now. But then I thought, hang on a minute. That was not an original thought by Della. There was nothing in my mind, in my thought process, what I was thinking about leading up to that, that would have then led to me thinking I should go check her blood sugar. That thought came into my head out of nowhere, which tells me that's probably an inspired thought, and I'm going to go check that blood sugar. Well, it's a good thing I checked that blood sugar because her blood sugar at that time was very low, and I had to work to get it back up to a standard level at that time. Had I waited until 5 o'clock in the morning when I usually check her blood sugar, I don't know what would have happened, but it wouldn't have been handled as well as this one was able to be handled. When I train new nurses, I train them, I teach them, listen to your nursing intuition. Your nursing intuition is absolutely a thing. If you are walking by a room and think, I better go check on him, you better go check on him. If that was not already part of your trajectory and that thought popped into your head, go in there. And after you do this a few times, you'll start to recognize it. So after checking my patient's blood sugar, I was able to think back and remember what was going on in my head when that thought popped in because that was clearly an inspired thought. What was going on in my head at that time? 
I was peaceful. I was actually doing charting and my mind was in an alpha state, which means it was in an element of flow state. My, how severe the flow state was, we can argue, because I clearly wasn't doing something as severe as snowboarding or something like that. But my mind was in, my thinking state had dropped from beta into alpha, which is where we think more clearly. That's where we have more access to flow state. And that's where we have more access to intuition. And so I was open and receptive at that time for that thought. You'll also have times where you hear the nod, you get the little poke or the thought, hey, don't forget to grab your sunglasses. And you think to yourself, oh, well, I'm going to walk by here again. I'll grab them next time. And chances are you forget them the next time you come. Or you might think to yourself, no, nah, I'm not going to need them. And so you don't take them. And then later on, you're really wishing that when that thought popped in your head to grab them that you had. So we can also learn when our intuition is speaking to us by when we don't catch on. And we call that a 2020 oops, because that's when you're looking back 2020 and you realize, oops, I made a mistake right there. But it's not really a mistake because now you get to learn from it. Now you get to acknowledge, okay, that voice that said I should have grabbed my sunglasses, that was my intuition. What did that feel like? What was going through my head at the time that that came in? Why did I argue with it? And then next time a similar thing comes in, you will be familiar with that feeling. You will be easier to recognize that. So the next time that happens, pay attention. And when it tells you to grab your sunglasses or your ear pods or whatever it is, pay attention. Because there's a good chance later on you'll even look back and realize, you know what, I don't think I would have grabbed those if I had gone back a second time. Or maybe I didn't go back a second time, so I definitely wouldn't have. Pay attention to those things and start to get familiar with when you know it's your intuition. And those are a couple examples. But anytime you're questioning if, an, if a thought you are having or have had was inspired, ask yourself those things. Here's another thing. And this one is one of my favorites. Using your tummy truth teller. You can basically present yourself with any bit of information whether it's should I wear the red shirt today or which college should I go to and find the right answer by listening to your tummy truth teller. And this again, it takes practice. It will work for you always if you release some resistance, but practicing it releases the resistance and you get better and better at listening to your tummy truth teller. So here's the thing. We're a three-part being, body, mind, for me that's Della and Della's personality, and then soul. And soul is where the intuition comes from. It's from who we truly are. It's our higher self and our souls are all connected. So basically we're all one. So even though Della is separate from Randy, essentially at the core we all share a soul, which is why the two great commandments um, love God and love each other are so important because they're actually the same thing. By loving ourselves and loving each other, we're also loving God too. Jumping back to intuition. So listening to the soul as it speaks to the mind. And this is where we get into problems because we have these rules, these rules that we've attached our minds to, that we believe this is how it is. 
And even when our intuition talks to us and tells us something different, we're like, uh, 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 somebody else told me better. That one guy, he said one time this thing. And so we tend to believe that somebody said it one time, or maybe they said it over and over. But it's something that we have adopted as a human mind belief because our mind believes it, but our soul knows better. And the point is, to get ask these two things if they agree with each other. Also, remember too that because your mind and your your soul and your mind are connected to your body, anytime your soul and your mind are having an active ongoing course, which we always do, it's going to affect your body. And what that means is that when my mind and my soul were having an active tug of war and a big disagreement because I had some serious rules I couldn't let go of at that time, that manifested in my body in physical ways too. In ways that were very uncomfortable and brought me a lot of unhappiness. On the other hand, now that my soul, soul and mind are agreeing with each other, that is manifesting for me in tremendous physical health. I am going to be 44 years old this week, guys. I am very active I don't slow down. I travel. I have fun. I'm very healthy. Even though I work in a nur- nursing home and have traveled a good deal over the good last year, I have never tested positive for COVID. I'm healthy because, in large part because my mind and my soul are in agreement of what I'm doing right now, that I'm acting the way that I want to act. I'm living the life I want to live. I'm doing things that are making me happy and my mind and my soul are hand in hand cheering because things are going well. And because of that, that is also manifesting in my body being healthy and giving me the energy that I need to do these things to serve my purpose. And that is a lot of fun. Back to, we can go back to that time I was six years old and praying by my bed. At that time, my soul and my mind were in agreement of the question I was asking. And that manifested physically for me in a warm feeling in my stomach. It literally felt like my body was warm. It wasn't just something like, oh, that could be interpreted as. To my six-year-old mind, my body was warm. So what that meant was not only were my body or my mind and my soul in agreement, but it literally manifested in a physical sensation. And I think that if you... Ask yourself or pay attention. There are certainly times when you have heard and known something to be true and you felt a physical response. One way that I heard it described was like taking a warm blanket out of the dryer and wrapping it around you, but on the inside. That is one way to recognize when your higher self is speaking and not only when your higher self is speaking, but when your mind is agreeing with it because it couldn't manifest in your body like that if it didn't match the full triangle of soul, mind, and body. So when you hear a new idea, and I just said this a minute ago, when you hear a new idea that you know to be true, this can happen in a Disney movie. In fact, it happens in a lot of Disney movies. When you hear something your soul goes, uh-huh, yeah, we already know that's true. And as it here hits your ear and your brain, your mind agrees. Your mind goes, yeah, there's definite truth to that. I can feel that that's true. And in that moment becomes an agreement with your soul, which then 
manifests in one way or another in your body. It might be like a warm blanket from the dryer, but on the inside, it might be goosebumps or what we call truth bumps. Because very often when that happens, your arms will sprout up with goosebumps saying, this is a physical manifestation that my body agrees with what my mind and my soul are also telling me. One problem, though, is when your soul and your mind disagree. Here's a perfect example. Listen to your tummy. Feel inside of your tummy. When I say, money is the root of all evil, does your mind agree with that statement? And now, does your soul agree with that statement? And here's how you know. It's easier to know if your mind agrees with that statement. Because probably you know yes or no if your mind agrees with that statement. Many people believe money is the root of all evil because it says so in the Bible and that's what they heard in church. However, their soul may disagree with that. In which case, there's inner conflict your mind says money is the root of all evil and your soul says, no, it isn't. Mm-mm. And there's a discontent inside your heart. You can know if any statement is true by deciding what you know about it, what you believe to be true about it, then saying it out loud and asking your soul if your soul agrees. And if your soul agrees, you will have a sense of peace, a sense of comfort inside your tummy truth teller. And if it doesn't agree, you'll have a feeling of discontent. And that might be, I don't have time to go into all of that, but pay attention. When you say something that you believe to be true, but you have that feeling of discontent inside your tummy, chances are you, that is your soul telling you, no, hun, that's not true. Try again. I want to tell you a quick story about when I was in, say, 10th or 11th grade in an English class. We were taking a quiz on the first two chapters of a book we were supposed to be reading, and I say supposed to be because I hadn't read them. Every, most other people had, and we had, took the quiz, and I was down to guess, right? Now, we, going back to what I said about we don't think that we're worthy to have our intuition talk to us. Well, you might think that your intuition wouldn't help you cheat on a test, because that's not a good thing to do. Or you might think that if you're cheating on the test, then you're not worthy of that help anyway. Therefore, why would it talk to you? However, those may be rules, and I want you to test those rules against your inner truth teller. Because what, whether something is good or bad is entirely subjective. And the law of attraction and the energies that speak to your intuition actually don't care about good or bad until we decide what's good or bad. In that moment when I sat down to take that test, I knew I hadn't studied. I admitted to the teacher I hadn't read. And in doing that, I surrendered. In doing that, I let go. I think I scored a 40 out of 100 on the quiz. There were three that I made pretty good guesses on, but there was one, the name of the girl's mother I hadn't read the book. I hadn't overheard anybody else reading the book. I had not opened the book. I could not know the name of the girl's mother. And it was not a common name. And yet it flowed right out of my pen when we got to that question. 
did my intuition help me cheat on a test? I don't, what, what is good or bad? But the point is, my intuition, after I surrendered, after I let go of doing well on that quiz, I still was fed the answers. And also, especially because I let go of it, I was fed answers. One in particular that there's no way I could have come up with on my own. So if you're worried about if you're a good enough or bad enough person, why don't you let go of that and try using this and see what happens? And there's so, so, so many ways to, to study your intuition. We've only talked about listening to your thoughts, which is the one you have with you all the time. But there's other things too. You can look for numbers around you. I see the number 43 all the time and 13 as well. And those can often, if you decide that they do, because nothing has a meaning until you decide, those can be in symbols from your higher self and your intuition. You can also use things like a pendulum. And I found that to be surprisingly accurate, even when I didn't understand the answers I was getting at the time. Later, they came true. The point is, don't limit where you might get your answers from. It might from, be from a rock or a card or a star. Be open to it and let yourself get it because you deserve it and it's there for you. That's Intuition 101. I'm Della. You don't got to believe me, but I hope you pay attention and decide for yourself what you're going to think. Thank you.